1: Welcome to the Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. I am your host, Martha Reddick. And this week, we are going to be talking about freelance babysitting and all that world has to Mm. offer. And to do that, I have brought on Tori Claudefelter. Hi. Hi. Hello.
0: So happy to be here. Thank you for having me.
1: It's so nice to have you. Ah, I'm so excited to be doing... um, this subject, and then also to be doing a face-to-face interview. Yeah. Um, I know that uh, my listeners may not know when I do it remotely uh, over the phone, but I do, and I love... Interviewing face to face. So you
0: get so much more, I feel like. You, you do. Know? Body language oh, and it's, it really wine. Gives you a lot, right. <laughs> Mostly wine. Mostly the
1: wine. <laughs> um, wonderful. So before we talk about freelance babysitting, yes. let's hear a little
0: bit about your background in childcare. Oh, love it. So um I'm from just outside DC in mm-hmm. Northern Virginia. So I started babysitting like neighbors' kids for like short periods of time in like seventh eighth grade mm-hmm. um and my neighborhood community was pretty tight so in high school I ended up like nannying in the summer um for like my you know mom's friend in the neighborhood like kind of people like that right um, so that was a lot of like hanging out with the kids at the pool walking them home from swim practice making them lunch you know hanging out all day um and you know it was it was still a very like casual you know I'm making like nine bucks an hour Like right. it's you know <laughs> yeah pretty pretty chill scenario um and then I think my sort of nanny I would say my nanny career so to speak sort of started in late high school early college when I was like full-time driving kids around every right. summer I feel like when you drive kids that's kind of a new responsibility Next that's level yeah it's a whole nother thing um and so I was working I think I worked like four summers in a row 40 hours a week For two separate families, Mm -hmm. Um, and the ages—you know—I had like a three-year-old, and then one summer I had all the way up to twelve. So Mm -hmm. I think that was kind of where my heavy lifting, sort of training, happened. Right. Um, Took a little bit of a break late college. Um, Moved here in 2015. Uh, Worked at here is Chicago. Here, Chicago. Reminder: Yes. (laughs) Um, And uh, worked at a restaurant. For like six months and hated every moment of it I um, also yeah
1: started uh, yeah. <laughs> when I moved here at a restaurant
0: and it just and as you know like artist schedule and restaurant schedule are the same right schedule <laughs> um so I like just moved here and couldn't felt like I couldn't get any momentum kind of in the artist community and um so then I was like hey let's go back to nanny so um got a nanny job here um that was like you know part 30 35 hours a week which was great for um two kids and then they no longer needed me and so then I moved on to another family for six to nine months and then they no longer needed me (laughs) (laughs) and then I just kind of finished up my last um kind of long-term nanny very part-time only about 20 hours a week um at the end of last year at the end of 2018 um, with one little one little toddler guy so yeah so I kind of then I'm and I have been freelancing through all that time as well so it's uh, it's been a long it's been a long uh, tenure I'd say but it's yeah it's, it's cool to kind of be able to walk in with any age now and kind of yes. have a rapport and, and you know, ha- having done... A knowledge s- base. Yeah, like, all of- oh, right, five. Five. <laughs> What's five? Got it. You know, so, yeah.
1: Yeah, that is. And I, I bet working with so many different families in different areas and mm-hmm. all that stuff gives you a lot of good tools.
0: Right, totally. I, I think being able to be malleable is, like, one of the best... Qualities in mm-hmm. someone who's taking care of kids. Agreed. Um, because you know, it, if there's one thing I've learned is that every household operates so specifically and so differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, walking in and being like, "I'm I'm gonna make this work," you know, <laughs> <Right>. is like. <laughs> sometimes all you have going for you right <laughs> you know so yeah
1: yeah and i i also feel like you mentioned artist and one of the things that you do is improv mm-hmm. um and i i know that i became a better caretaker when i took improv classes oh my god it's so learning helpful. to yes and in yeah. your life mm-hmm. is just the best
0: yeah and learning how like the outcome is less important than the journey mm-hmm. like in this moment they want to color but right. if in the next moment they don't want to anymore, it's... I don't need... There's no, like, you have to finish your coloring. You know what I mean? Right. There's, just letting go of that, mm-hmm. I think, was a really nice thing of, like, this is what we're doing in this moment, you yeah. know? And also the idea, too, of, like, we can clean up later. Like, yeah. the, letting go of so much of the need to control, mm-hmm. I think, is something that improv gave me that in babysitting I can... is very, very helpful. Yes. You know? Just, like, I... I don't know what th- is going to happen in the next hour, but in, let's get through this one first. <laughs> and right now we're looking at a plant. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. that's what we're doing right now. Yeah. You know, so
1: yeah. Uh, I do often tell families that I nanny for, I'm like, if you come home early, just know the house might not be where it's going to be at 5 p.m. when I'm expecting you. Exactly. Because I don't necessarily clean up throughout the day. Right. Uh, Sometimes I do mm-hmm. or we do, mm-hmm. um, but sometimes whatever activity we're moving on to is more important. And, you know, I I specifically tell parents that, but sometimes I get nervous because right. I'm like, the house is a wreck right. if they walked in right now.
0: <laughs> and Exactly. And the thing is, too, it's it's I think any parent can agree that um, kids are chaos. Yes. Kids are. Just It is little just a little chaos. Mm-hmm. And I I would hope that any parent would rather me be present mm-hmm. and available and not like in the kitchen cleaning up after lunch if they needed or wanted something. Right. You know what I mean? That's that's what I would hope. Yeah. Right? And me not too. so focused on like, well, the toys, the, you know, the magnetiles <laughs> are still out, <laughs> you know? And it's like, come on, you know? Right. Because I'm also happy to stay for three minutes and clean up the living room. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So. Yeah. Completely agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um,
1: let's talk about freelance (laughs) babysitting.
0: So how do you find freelance jobs? So I work for an app Mm -hmm. (laughs) called Chime. (laughs) Okay. And Chime is by Sitter City, which is kind of a larger uh, babysitting website, Mm -hmm. so to speak. Um, and so I got hired um, in early 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, they have an office in Chicago. I think they are—they're they like San Francisco, Chicago, DC. I okay. think is like where their kind of hubs are. Um, so it's—it's it's kind of on paper extremely bizarre how it mm-hmm. works because parents go onto the app and they—they—they they, they say I need a sitter for these hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. And three of the highest rated sitters on the apps, on the app, excuse me, who are the closest to the family in need show up. Okay. And we each have a profile. And that profile has our experience. It has like a little bio. It has a video where we talk about ourselves. Um, It has reviews from other Chime sittings Mm -hmm. that we've had. Um, And then the, the family can just pick which one they want. Out of uh, the three. Out of the three.
1: Interesting, and the the three is also based on your availability. Yes, right. Okay.
0: right. So I set my calendar, mm-hmm. and I can change it at any time. Like That's I great. wanted to work tomorrow. I don't want to work tomorrow anymore. Right. So I so, so <laughs> took it off my calendar. You know, um, and the and and it's it's bizarre on both ends because I receive a notification from the app that just says, "Tori, congratulations, you have a sitting <laughs> with." The Barnard family, tomorrow at noon. Check the app for details. And I get on the app, and I'm like, okay, uh, you know, Katie's four, and Jacob's eight, and they live at this address, and they have a dog. Cool. And these are, this is everything I know about what I'm walking into the next day. Wow. Um, And they do, I, I can message the, the you know, the point of contact, which is either the mother or the father, typically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can you know be like hey let me know if there's anything i should know beforehand right which i usually try to do just to be like um our dog is uh you know a monster like just like things to know or like oh you know one kid's gonna be dropped off by another sitter like that's always something to nice something like stuff like that and allergies right just like you know if if there's a disability Mm -hmm. you know uh involved all of those things um and the family only knows my profile, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And they're trusting me with literally um, the most important thing in their life, (laughs) you know? Um, So it's definitely, there is sort of this blind date (laughs) aspect to it. For sure. Um, But, and, and you know, with anything, I've had the best jobs in the world where I have developed a relationship with these these families that book me outside of the app now right. and we have a relationship. And then I've also walked into scenarios where I've told Chime that they should probably get child services involved. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's there's a huge spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely... I feel like I'm kind of like a guerrilla warfare babysitter now. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I am able to m- walk into a space and be like, what is... I can you know gather sort of context clues mm-hmm. to figure out what how this family might operate. Are you like walking in like Sherlock Holmes? A little bit. A little bit. It, like it, yeah. I see
1: that they crossed out all the men in their pictures. Right. <laughs> right. No, I'm just kidding. Or, or
0: sometimes it's like you I think you can tell a lot by how messy a house is. Yes. I find that very telling of how a family operates and mm-hmm. not and when I say how a family operates, I'm not saying bad or good yeah. no I'm saying, judgment no just judgment just fact. this family is loose <laughs> mm-hmm. and they just they're really just trying to get through the day and like they might not have a be so as strict right with things or if I walk into a house and it's you know if they have like two you know two-year-old twins and it's pristine mm-hmm. this family might have a, a little bit more rule focus a little bit more routine focus, right you know um, I also find
1: how much like stuff yes. they have, yeah. Um, you know, and Marie Kondo certainly changed that <laughs> whole scene. But, um, yeah. but like, yeah, how much if if it feels like everything has a place mm-hmm. versus it feels like there's stuff without a home, right? Um, that right. came in later, and that's not necessarily like dirty, messy,
0: yeah it's just, it's, it's an observation. Right. I, I, I found kind of, it, it comes down to what does this family value from a time perspective, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because sometimes I walk in to a house that will be cluttered, right? you know, we'll use that. And usually the, you know, the, the parent is like, all right, so honestly, like, they can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. It's a very, like, keep them alive. Um, <laughs> you know, and usually those are the same families that are, like, if stuff gets uh, crazy, mm-hmm. just um, turn on the TV. You know what right. I mean? Or, like, they can play with their iPads or right. something like that. You know what I mean? And so I think versus typically the houses that are more pristine is, like, well, these ha- this has to happen at 530, and then this has to happen at 6. Right. It's, it's time is used differently, mm-hmm. you know? Um and then you have those kind of houses in the middle that are like, it's not necessarily pristine, it's not necessarily cluttered, and those are the kind of, kind of chill houses that have, I think, some a little bit of both. Right. You know, that's like there I don't, will be some screen time, but don't get crazy right. with it. Right. Or like dinner can happen in this ballpark. Right. You know what I mean? And you know, if they don't want to eat, meh. You know, right. give it a shot. You know, it's like bedtime in this ballpark. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's kind of. Uh, yeah, that that's, I think, my, like, detective sort of <laughs> what can I gather in 10 minutes about mm-hmm. my surroundings that kind of tell me how to navigate this, you mm-hmm. know, so.
1: I also always uh, pay attention to how many books mm. are in a house. Uh, yes, um, yes. Because I think that that is really telling both children's books and adult yes. books. Yes, 100%. Um, yes. But, you know, when there's a wall of bookshelves, that's a very different – Value system than absolutely um you know a wall of toys or, right or whatever movies whatever yeah. it may be. right hundred um, percent and I I usually when I first go to meet a child I bring I have a little collection of my own library of children's books <gasps> and I bring a selection of those
0: that is incredible because
1: stories are how I love yeah. to communicate and so. It's a way to invite them in where they don't have to do anything mm-hmm. um, other than, you know, yeah, potentially not. sit there and read the story. But we sometimes we don't even right. read them.
0: And, you know, I one thing I have learned is, like, any gesture that feels like you're giving them something mm-hmm. at the top mm-hmm. is, like, the best thing you can do for a kid. Yeah. You know? Because if you make a kid feel special, boom. We're work's in. over. Yeah. Work is over. You know? Yeah. Um and that's a thing too. I've learned a lot. That one thing I always try to do, and honestly, it, it does get hard because if you're like on transit and you're running late and all these things, is know exactly what the kids are, n- names are, mm-hmm. you know, like like okay, Jacob's the older one, blah blah blah, and like like today I had twins, which was I was that's, that was the last cause, you know, <laughs> um, but um, or you know, and like okay, like it, and and just so you can. Because that you know, if if you if a stranger walks in and knows your name and you're five, mm-hmm. that's the coolest. Yeah, you know, that's the coolest. Um, and I just think that is that's something I really really try to do is make them get on their level, try and shake their hand, you know, whatever mm-hmm. how, whatever greeting I can do. Um, the other big tell um, about sort of what is a more chaotic versus what is a more structured household is if the kids are at the door with the parent waiting to introduce themselves. Yes. Versus if the kids are like running rampage around (laughs) the house and the mom's just like, I don't um, they're somewhere. Um, you know. I gotta go. uh, Yeah. Well come in. You know, that that's (laughs) that's gonna elude a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Um and I and and I I do get a little uh worried when the kids aren't at least attentive to the fact that a babysitter is arrived. Right. Because to me, I'm, I, and this is an assumption I, I make and I have been proven wrong, but I have been proven right. <laughs> um, <laughs> that this, these kids maybe have so many babysitters mm-hmm. that this is not an, a special thing. Mm-hmm. And therefore m- the respect for my position could be in question yeah that that makes me a little weary mm-hmm. um so yeah, versus I think if the kids are at the door waiting to meet you, there's this element of like the babysitter's coming. Mm-hmm. she's new. We don't know her versus mm-hmm. like, oh, there's another babysitter, whatever. yeah, <laughs> right. you know that I think that has a different sort of level of. Um Regard for what a babysitter is, so to speak. Yeah, you know? yeah,
1: so. and I, I'm also curious, just in my psych brain, of um, like the attachment style behind mm. that. So we have an episode about attachment yeah. theory, but um, you know, the kids that that maybe are um, anxiously attached, yeah, or um, aggressively attached Mm -hmm. i can't remember all the names because they changed. right but you know (laughs) whatever the child psychology terminology is not securely attached Mm -hmm. kids um if that plays into that i mean i'm sure it
0: does but yeah i mean there are what i what i hope Mm -hmm. right is that if a family works with chime Mm -hmm. that usually means two things it could mean the worst is that they can't keep a sitter Right, right. Which is, I've definitely run into those families. Mm-hmm. Two, this they have it as a backup for a regular sitter canceling for whatever it may be. Right. Or three, they need sitters um, on short notice. Right, as often. a lifestyle yeah. thing. Often and on short notice. On short notice, excuse me. Um, I've had all three. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that kids who have babysitters often. Especially new babysitters, i.e. chime babysitters, mm-hmm. um, are gonna be less, less um, s- uh, attached both to their parents and both to me. Mm-hmm. Right. It's way more about how much fun can we have mm-hmm. versus like the people who are providing the fun. Right. Right. Um, because the adult in the room is fluid. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, those kids can be really easy sometimes mm-hmm. because they're so used to uh, being told, like being disciplined or told what to do by a large amount of people. Right. That they kind of just like this person's big. I guess I'll listen to you. <laughs> you know. Um, or pretty self-sufficient. Or I would pretty think. exactly. Like the Matilda. I've had, yes, I've had that too. Where I've had kids put themselves to bed. Yeah. At like not at like eight thirty. I'm like, guys, it's about bedtime, and they're like, and I'm, you know, do you want me to, want me to walk upstairs and read a book? No, we got it. And it's like. I'll be here, you know, but they're just so used to, you know, um, which also says something about the parents ingraining routine, Mm -hmm. even when they're not there. Right. Right. That's, I think that's like an incredibly impressive, (laughs) um, kids who have a lot of sitters too. The one thing is they might not be attached so much, but they do, they know they've tricked a sitter before and they know they can do it again. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, um, I find kids who don't have sitters a lot are less likely to try to, you know, manipulate, pull yeah, one over yeah. and yeah. yeah, manipulate you. yeah. So, um, but I have, I have had kids become really attached to me hmm. in that one. Um, and that might be a personality thing of the kid too. I think it also comes down to, it's almost like, it is almost like a blind date, right? Right. Because I have a style as a sitter mm-hmm. and I know exactly what that style is. and. Kind of, regardless of the, as I I try to be malleable, but still like there are things that Tory just doesn't accept. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I will not accept like please and thank you, is happens when I am when you speak to me always. Right. I don't care if I don't care if the house looks like a barn. Right. You know what <laughs> I mean. You will say please and thank you, um, and I think too like it's you know it the attachment issue in that short amount of time right mm-hmm. because like if I'm working at IKEA again I'm showing up at 6 these kids go to bed at 8 30 right you know what I mean like there's not how much really bonding, <laughs> bonding. is going on at that minute but it, it kind of if my style and their routine or their household mm-hmm. is copacetic that's gonna behoove attraction on both sides. Right. I feel like. Yeah. You know, like I'm gonna be like, wow, these kids are really great. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna be like, this babysitter's so fun because their lifestyle has not rocked me and my style of nannying or babysitting has not rocked them. Right. You know, so there's gonna be an attachment there. You mm-hmm. know, like I, I babysat for two and a half hours two weeks ago for a nine year old and a six year old. And two and a half hours, mm-hmm. all I did was cook them pizza and then they watched like Phineas and Ferb. Excellent choice, and the the boy like gave me this huge hug at the right. end, you know, and it was, and it, he was a cool kid. He also was like a theater kid, so I think that yeah. probably had something to do with it. <laughs> um, but you know, it's like you never know, you right. never know. And um, I mean, and some kids are just more affectionate than others. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some kids are like, you gave me pizza, I love you, right? <laughs> you know, and that's like and all. Sometimes you- that all that's all, right. it it's all it takes. That's so, all it takes for me too. Right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I will say. There are times where I've had kids lose it when their parents leave. Yeah, and my response to that is, you should not use sitters from Chime. Right, right. Or you need to kind of be on a trajectory so that your kids do not. Because if you're constantly, you know what I mean. Like, Because right. I, I, I sometimes you can't win that. Right. You can't. You will never beat mom and dad. Right. You know. Yeah. No matter how cool you are. Yeah. Um. And if if that happens, sometimes I, I kind of take a mental note it's like these people shouldn't be allowing strangers to watch their kids if their kids can't um, regroup after that. You right. know, I mean, if it's if it's five ten minutes of sadness, sure. Oh yeah. my gosh, by all means. But I've had like forty five minutes of screaming. Mm-hmm. You know, which is like that's um. That's a developmental thing, right? You know,
1: where, and depending on the
0: age. Yes, but uh, forty-five yeah. minutes. Yeah, at any you know, age is and, a lot. and if you're, if your kid's not ready to have a, a stranger mm-hmm. come in, you know, then that's when you need to find a regular babysitter right. who your kid can, you know, bond, bond, and build bond, a relationship, right, and, and have that trust because yeah. having chime centers roll in and out and have to and have to deal with that, which is you can't fight that, right? Right. you know, so. I've had that sort of mental, mental note too of like, ah, these, these people should not be, (laughs) I am not the right thing for this kid. Right. You know? Yeah. Sort of that outlook. And that's such a hard place to be. Right. Right. Because it's, it's, you know, the, the, it's, it's, I think everyone is aware of like the bizarreness of what this is. Right. You know what I mean? We're both strangers. I mean, it's like the Uber driver. Oh my God. Of
1: babysitting. Right.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Um,
1: And I already feel weird about Uber drivers sometimes. I know.
0: And I think about like, you know, if you look at like CPS, like a teacher who has to, you know, who is being, um, you know, going through like the intake intake procedure of being a teacher. Mm -hmm. That takes six weeks. You know what I mean? Like it's background checks. It's, you know, just to be in a school around kids. Right. And all I had to do was like make a video that's like, I like playing outside. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that's it. You know? And I I had a background check, sure. But I, you know, I'm sure it was like... The base level, I, I had to prove to them I was, you know, CPR certified. But right. it—it's just to me, it's interesting how much parents are trusting. Yeah. You know, because I am going in with the best intentions. Right. I will follow the directions of the parents. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I will make sure a kid is fed. I will do all these things. Um. I don't, I'm not, uh, given how the vetting process was for me Mm -hmm. and knowing how the other sitters might have also been vetted, I'm kind of like, there's gotta be some, you know, lazy sitters working for this app, you know? And, and the other hand on that is I was told these families were also vetted. Right. And, um, I haven't, I have walked into homes where I'm like, Chime has never been in this house. Right. You know? Yeah. So there's, you know, it's, 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 a it's, it's Crazy that in 2019 this is something that we do, right? <laughs> as a participant, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So and everyone is is aware, on board. <laughs> yeah. It's so
1: yeah. Um, how does pay work? Is it a flat rate? Did the parents
0: decide? Right. So um, based so they can pay up to seventeen at most. Okay. And as little as twelve. Okay. So Chime doesn't let them pay twelve for more than one kid. Okay. Um, the I think the parents get suggested okay uh rates based on um uh age group and number of kids mm-hmm. right so the younger the kid mm-hmm. the more okay they're gonna charge so right. like I had t- I had two 18 month olds today mm-hmm. and that was 15 an hour because right. it was like two of them and they're toddlers right so it's harder yeah. you know um but if it's, anywhere from two and sometimes I'll have like a five-year-old who's 15 and it's just but that's the that's about the rate it's going to be 12 to 17 Mm -hmm. um so that's just the range that the parents get to choose from if they have more than one kid they have to start at 15 okay um so that's kind of how that goes so then chime takes a cut it's very Mm -hmm. small cut they only take 15 percent okay but then we get tipped okay as well and I've had parents not tip it looks real bad mm-hmm. on their, um, you know, rapport with Chime if they right. don't. They're heavily encouraged to. Right. Because um, we're not paid for transportation okay. is the big thing. So I've had to go to Hyde Park. I've had to go to Bronzeville. I've had to go to Far West Side. You know what I mean? So it's, right. I've had to go to Evanston, you mm-hmm. know, So and I don't have a car. Right. So I think Chime, that's the tip that Chime sort of – that's how they encourage it, is like we don't pay for transit. So please, you know, uh take that into consideration when you're considering tip. Yeah. You know. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's great. I mean, I've had I've had eight-hour gigs where I've showed up at six and the kids asleep. Right. And I'm making 15 and you know what I mean? Like, right. it's it those are those are the reason I love trying. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> it's because you're walking in and typically in that case, I'll send them a message and be like, hey, are you uh hey anything you want me to know and they're like oh she's gonna be asleep when you get here so um we'll just hook you up with the tv and the baby <laughs> monitor and it's like word cool. you know like yeah. uh, great you know and those because you're walking in i'm gonna watch tv for seven hours right You know assuming there's no crisis you right know, but um which is why you're making 15 wha- an hour which is why of course of course because you are there and ready and ready to to handle if something a crisis. does happen absolutely um because then then in that way, because you know, sometimes parents do like I'm I reach out in that way to kind of get warned mm-hmm. <laughs> and kind of know when I'm walking into. But sometimes the parents are just like, yeah, no, we'll see it tomorrow. <laughs> and it's like, okay, so you're not gonna give me anything. Cool, cool, cool. Got it. <laughs> you no know? information. So, All right. Yeah. So I think um I feel well compensated for um what we sort of the 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 nuance of us not knowing what we're walking into. Right. Um, But yeah, and also it's great too, because if a family cancels day of, Mm -hmm. we make 25 bucks. They just give it to us. Yeah. So it's like, it's just being like, you know, you set aside time in your schedule for this and then the parent canceled, so... Yeah. Here's 20, yeah. Here's here's something you know. That's so, good. I know. I know. Because they they could totally. That not. doesn't they necessarily could... happen
1: when you book babysitting I know. on your own. On your own. Exactly. Exactly. And so sometimes it does, and it's super nice. Mm-hmm. If there are parents listening, please uh, keep that in mind. If you cancel day of, that babysitter probably turned down other, other gigs. jobs. Absolutely. Because like this past weekend, I had four offers.
0: I know. For this is prime time right it now. It is. I, I think winter and like you know, mm-hmm. everyone's stuck inside and parents end of need. winter. Yeah, yeah, people, everyone's ready to go out and hopefully end of winter. Oh, <laughs> Um,
1: so what are some things that you have found help break that ice uh, at the beginning of a a
0: new gig? Um, well, one thing at least with kids who are four four to like, you know, 10-ish, mm-hmm. who are going to be a little bit, you know, they're, they're with it a little bit. They're right, like, yeah. you're a babysitter. What's your deal? You know, they're, you know, I <laughs> think feeling you out right, like, you know, two, three-year-olds are still are still kind of just like, play with me. You know, mm-hmm. they just, they could, they could care. You're a person who's right. going to play with them. Um, I think one thing that I really have always valued as a nanny and as a babysitter is I speak to, I, I, I meet kids where they are, mm-hmm. but I speak to them like they are an adult. Yes. Right? Um, so typically, walk in. Mm-hmm. I ask them what their names are if they don't say it. Mm-hmm. Um, and immediately, I talk about something that's either in their room, in the living room, or on them that's cool. Yeah. Right? Like, as almost like, what's this? Tell me about this. Mm-hmm. Oh, your shirt! Oh, dude, your shirt's so cool. Mm-hmm. Do you, you know? like dinosaurs? Right, <laughs> or like, uh, the, the mom might mention, "Oh, they just got home from school." <gasps> okay, <gasps> what'd you do at school today? Uh-huh. You know, like just the the full. I think anything you can do to fully invest in mm-hmm. them as soon as you walk in. Yeah, you know that's. I think, like I said, anything you do to make a kid feel special, or that because all kid all kids ever want to do. Is, get, is make adults think that they're also adults and that they're, yeah. what they're doing is cool, mm-hmm. right? So the first thing I do is validate something about them. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if their shirt has a dinosaur on it. Right. I don't care. But if I pretend, oh, is that is that a bronchiosaurus? Is that a tyrannosaurus rex? What is that? Oh, <laughs> I didn't know. Man, you're so smart at dinosaurs. Yeah. Wow. Just immediately validate, immediately be curious about them. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think that is – because I think the worst thing you can do is – because, you know, the parent is probably going to take you through routine stuff. Right. And I definitely will take – before we do all that, I'm going to take two minutes with the kids and just develop rapport. Because if you're immediately ignoring them (laughs) to pay attention to their mom, that's going to be a pretty big thing to recover from when the mom's gone. You know? Um, And I think, too, if there's ever – the best thing, um, I nannied for, um, a child psychologist. Mm-hmm. So watching her parent was like, uh, I'm sure like a, a course in developmental education. Right. But the one thing she also says is, is like any, any type of, I don't want to blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is give them a choice and make it f- seem like it's their idea. Yes. You know what I mean? So then when you hit. Foster autonomy. Right. Exactly. So, so, you know. We, you know, I get there, we're playing, we're playing, we're playing. Uh-oh, it's dinner. What's for dinner? Uh-oh, mac and cheese. Oh, no. We all, all we, we were doing so good, but now we have, I don't want mac and cheese. I want mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, mac and cheese is what's for dinner. So here's mm-hmm. what we can do. You can have mac and cheese and apples, mm-hmm. or you can have mac and cheese and bananas. hmm oh, boom, mac and cheese already looks so much more appealing because you got to make a decision about it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's how... with Because when I was a nanny, I definitely... I'm a lot more strict as a nanny than I am as a babysitter. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think when you nanny, you have to... You're developing long-term routines and I mean, ways that you're being respected. And... In all honesty, when I go to chime gigs, my relationship with you is until 10 p.m. Right. You know. And then <laughs> for all intensive purposes this never happens. Right. <laughs> you know, so I'm a lot more lax because I'm not I mean, I have like I said I have my please and thank you, you mm-hmm. know. Um I there is no hitting right when I'm in the room. Um and I have those things always, but like I'm a little less Oh, well, whatever's on the table, you have to eat. Like mm-hmm. that was a nanny rule for me, but it's not a babysitting rule. Right. Cuz I'm not here to change your the whole life. The, the, your yeah. whole life. <laughs> I'm here to feed you dinner and put you to bed, right? You know. Um So yeah, so but but there obviously there is going to be, you know, pushback especially with a babysitter, right, who they've never had before. Yeah. So yeah, so in those moments, I think to kind of I'm always give them a choice. Mm-hmm. You know, and also my thing too is like, if she's if they said she, they want the kids in at eight thirty in bed, eight thirty five is not gonna, right? You know, ruin their lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're still gonna get into college. You know. Yeah. So I I am a little lax about those things. Like, okay, guys, your mom said eight thirty. It's so I let them know it's eight thirty right now, but. I'm a cool babysitter (laughs) and I'm going to give you five more minutes. So that way at 835, they already know that I've done them a favor. Right. You know? Yeah. So then they can't come back at me with like, and no, we already did a little bit more. Yeah. You know, we already, I already, already, I already did you a solid. So now you got to do a solid back and go get ready for bed. You know? Yep. So, I mean, there's a lot of negotiation. There's a lot more negotiating, I think, in when I babysit than I would allow when I would nanny. Mm
1: -hmm. So, yeah. Though I will say I, uh, I nanny Mm -hmm. negotiators oh lovely and like to sometimes when I'm tired it's a lot and sometimes when I'm tired I admit like Mm -hmm. hey bud I like I really need Mm -hmm. (laughs) today I need you to just eat the mac and cheese
0: but do you feel like they negotiate for the sake of negotiating or do you think they're actual because sometimes I feel like you just want to be you just want to win um or like you legitimately don't want mac and cheese that's always hard for me to decipher
1: I um when I say I nanny negotiators I mean I intentionally try to get them to be negotiators because I I want them to speak up and to tell Uh, me and to um have a question and to because I think that that makes good citizens yes um to not just follow yeah. Along with whatever I say. Absolutely. And so I intentionally try to get them to to question right. things that I say. And uh, we're having
0: mac and cheeses. Are you sure that's
1: what you want? I yeah. Say, yeah. 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 Gotcha. And things like that. And um, and also wow, that's really excellent. Like, I really love that. Yeah. Encouraging them to ask why. So if mm. I'm like, you need to wear the footy pajamas. Why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, because it's cold outside, but my room's not cold. That's an excellent point. You know yeah. what? You can choose. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> you know, and like showing them that
0: sometimes, like Con- conversation is a yeah, good thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, and that and that, yeah, they can they can speak up for if they're like, no, I don't want things on my feet. That makes yeah. me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like you know what, you're right. That doesn't right. matter.
0: <laughs> right, I, I think, don't care. And I think too that that is so great because I think people. People don't see kids as citizens, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that that is something that I've definitely learned more recently. Right? Is like, yeah, their brains aren't fully formed, and yeah, their reactions might be um, not on the emotional spectrum of what a mature adult may be. Mm-hmm. But I've had kids teach me stuff all the time. So you know? often, every like, day. Yeah, and also like, kids are kids are everything we think and feel mm-hmm. they just actually think it and feel it mm-hmm. and say it you know yeah they don't have um, the same filter. inhibitions yeah so i think that is that is really excellent that you you see them as as people who yeah. are who have full opinions yeah. you know yeah yeah um but yeah. it it does and there are certainly yeah. days
1: and because i so often offer choices um mm-hmm. you know down to like as soon as they I mean, even with the babies I'm with right now, I hold up two different outfits, <laughs> and I'm like, "Which one you want?" Yeah, that's great. And um, and they'll <laughs> one time, the baby spent like five minutes, and she just wanted to play with both of them, and I was like, "Okay, we can do this." Yeah. And then eventually, she like kind of chose one, like, and gravitated. I was like, "All yeah. right, unicorns it is today." But yeah, um, that's great. Actually, <laughs> I think it was whales. It was yeah. whales that day. But anyway, um, yeah, I try to like offer so many choices. And I think that's a really great way when you're starting from scratch to kind of get kids to um, be okay and trust you. Yeah, that's incredible. But then also there are days, (laughs) like this one day my my back really hurt. Mm -hmm. I had like done a workout or something Mm -hmm. and then just my back hurt. And so I, I told them my back was achy And then I didn't want to sit down on the floor that day. I was Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to be up on the couch, but, you know, I'm here Mm -hmm. for you if you need me to break Legos apart. Yeah. Like, I'm here. I I want to watch you build. Yeah. But I'm just going to sit up on the couch instead of being on the floor. Totally. Because my back is achy. And the the kid uh, misremembered. And so, like, uh, the next week, he was like, Marfa. Is your back itchy today? Oh my god! <laughs> like I was like no, oh and it took me a minute because I was like why no, my yeah. my back is not itchy. <laughs> and,
0: oh my god!
1: And he was like, "Well, can you sit on the floor?" And I was like, "Yeah, but oh,", oh <laughs> and then that I got is it. So funny, but yeah, just like if you
0: do say no, yeah, explaining why yeah. you're saying no, totally. I think um, the the mom of who I nanny for who was a child psychologist, she she would, she would, definitely did the thing with her four-year-old more so mm-hmm. of I'm not going to let you openly choose. Right. Do you want hot dog or mm-hmm. do you want grilled cheese? Yes. Right. Because this particular four-year-old, that uh, if you were like, what do you want for lunch? Mm-hmm. We would have been there for an hour and a half. Right. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Same with like her outfits. Do you want to yeah. wear the pink dress or the green green mm-hmm. dress? But there were, and I thought this was a really excellent thing of like, I don't wanna to go to school. Well, school's not a choice. Right. There's no school or not a school. Right. Or not go to school. There's just we're school. going to school. <laughs> but what do you wanna what do you want to bring to school? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? What do you what toy do you want to bring in the car? hmm You know, but she made it she explicitly would say, not a choice.
1: Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Yeah. And just letting them know, like this this is you get choices, but sometimes you don't. hmm Which I also think is a life thing. <laughs> yes. You know, like yes. also a life thing. Um so yeah, so I think that I think autonomy does – it's actually more efficient, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Obviously not letting them dictate their schedule. But, like, the things that have room, Mm -hmm. let let them have room. Yeah. Because that'll probably alleviate some other fight later in the day, Mm -hmm. you know, that you're going to, you know, have to, you know, overcome.
1: Yeah, and just imagining – I mean, especially with a kid who has a Chime babysitter. Yeah. Imagining – how many things they get no say in yeah they didn't get a say probably in me being there and you that's being for there sure. yeah yeah I mean I would be really interested if any parents let the kids pick
0: between the three I have had older kids uh-huh. who like you know in the seven eight nine realm be like we watched your video Thank uh-huh you, a lot, you know um which I think is probably smart yeah, for totally, the parents to totally. be like, "Hey, here's yeah, totally. here's who's coming tonight." I think too, though the parents are reading the reviews and doing the pragmatic right. sort of like, "Yeah, her video was cute, but like, can she change a diaper?" <sighs> do you know right. what I mean? Like yeah. those sort of things, right. you know. Um, but I do think you know they probably you know I I would assume they'd vet you know all three sitters who were and then whoever the kids liked, right? You know what I mean? So I think that. I, but obviously that's not, that's not always going to be the case, you right. know, sometimes a parent and sometimes, you know, there are heavy nights where like on Friday nights, like I'll get, cause sometimes Chime sent, bumps us, um, mm. like, Hey, there's a, there's a family who needs a sitter in this, you know, who they can't find anyone. So oh. it's, so Chime is bumping them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that happens a lot, like around the holidays. That oh, I bet. It happens a lot. Um, Summer happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, New Year's—I probably got New Year's Eve. I probably got twenty-five notifications from. Did time. you? Did you babysit on Absolutely New Year's? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably will someday, just because yeah. that money is. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I mean, there are definitely heavier nights where people need sitters, mm-hmm. and um, you know, families just have to go with whoever's available, right? If they really want one, right? You know, so yeah, that's fascinating.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. You talked about, like, making sure that you know the kids' names. Yeah. Have you ever forgotten a kid's name? Absolutely. Okay.
0: What do you do? Um, so what I do is I, I generally, the way I talk to kids is dude, buddy, mm-hmm. girl, babe. Like, I I have a lot of those words. that right. Even if I do know the kids' names, 95% of the time I talk to them, I'm going to use one of those. That's just how I talk my vernacular. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will go to the bathroom and get on the app. <laughs> yep. And be like, okay, oh, God, it is Ryan. I thought it was Ryan. Because the worst thing I feel like I can do is call them by the wrong name. Yes. You know, I'd rather be like, dude, <laughs> than be like, Chris, ma, Matt, Matt. <laughs> what? Yeah. And then they're like, Miles. And it's like, oh, crap. You know? Yeah. Um,
1: so. Oh, I also wonder if you could, if they're of writing age.
0: Oh, if you yeah. could be like, let's, all let's write our names. Write our names. Yeah yeah and sometimes too the the name on the on the app Mm -hmm. is not what the parents call the kids which is tough why I don't know (laughs) because I mean for me it's like my my full name's Victoria right no one has ever called me Victoria in my whole life if this apartment caught on fire right now and you yelled Victoria I would be like there's someone else here you know (laughs) um so I've had that too where like I don't know what to call the kid Mm mm-hmm um so, you know, and I've had, you know, because also, you know, it's a name. It's the most subjective thing in the world, right you yeah. know. Um, I've also had, like, his his name is Ryan, but he goes by Bugsy. And you're like, well, okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Bugsy, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but it's... It, 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 or if a kid,
1: sometimes kids want to be called something different. Yeah, absolutely. On, like, that one day. Right. For that f-
0: half hour. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, or like you know, the full name is Elizabeth, but they call her Lizzie. Mm-hmm. You know, all of those things, which are totally things I can work with. It's just, you know, it's it's. I've had a lot of oh, hey, Elizabeth, it's Lizzie, and you're like, okay, got it, oh, got, yeah. it. Mm-hmm. got it, noted, got it. not will not happen again. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. Because you know, kids take everything very personal. That's not my name. Right. You know. So mm-hmm. it's like got it noted, and especially with a stranger, like everything, because oh, they want they more. want you to know them. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think you not knowing them has like a really ugh to them. Right. You know, it's this lack of, Why, you don't know me? Why are you taking care of me? But it's, it's a trust thing for mm-hmm. them, you know, which is absolutely fair. You're a stranger and your mom just left. Right. And we're just supposed to do the day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, right. it, that's so jarring. So yeah, I try to do everything I can to, you know, alleviate that because I feel like it makes it easier for everybody.
1: Yeah, so. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um... What has been some of, like, your most favorite things, you know, because you've been a nanny, Mm -hmm. so you've worked consistently. Mm -hmm. Um, What's been some of your most favorite things about having, you know, basically new kids
0: every day Um, that you want to work? Yeah. I love – there's both an anxiety about Mm -hmm. not knowing what to – what you're walking into. Um. The lack of, because I remember when I was a nanny, I would kind of know, like, I'm going to get there, and, you know, he's going to whine when she leaves, Mm -hmm. and then she's going to do, you know, and, like, I would, like, the anxiety came from, like, I know what's going to happen, and it happens every day, and and they don't want to go to soccer, and da-da-da-da-da. Or, like, there was trauma from the day before that we have to, like, I left the kids, like, we were not... We were not didn't have a good day and right. I had to go back the next day and like pick up those pieces. It is nice having a fresh start. Yeah. Every gig. You know? Yeah. Just like this and, and also the, you know, I'll sit on the bus and be like, this could be the worst four hours of my life. Right. It could also be the best. Mm-hmm. I could fall in love with this family. I could fall in love with these kids. Right. You know, and that that's very like, and if it is the worst. Then I just won't work for them again. Right. You know? I think that's really nice. Is like, this could be the best first date, mm-hmm. or it could be the worst first date, and then we won't see each other again. Right. You know? Yeah. Um. So, I, I really like that. I really like, um, I really like kind of being in new environments mm-hmm. when I work. Um, Seeing all the different, like, house houses, setups. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's been, I've been in some expense. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and what's, what I really like is um, after the kids go to, if it's a night gig and after the kids go to bed, I'll kind of like look at what books the parents have mm-hmm. and like kind of see like, oh, like those are their wedding photos. Like it's cool to be with kids mm-hmm. and then learn about the family. Right? You know what I mean? Or like, whoa, like they went to Switzerland last year. That's so cool. This four-year-old's been to Switzerland. You know, yeah. just like learning about a new family or learning about, New kids. I mean, I um, I I remember probably about a year and a half ago, I I went into this one gig and it was older kids, and mm-hmm. it was like a sixth grader, a seventh grader, and an eighth grader mm-hmm. or something, or like some iteration of right. that age group. And I remember, th- I remember being really anxious. I was like, I haven't worked with older kids in so long. Like, right. how do I? I was really nervous about like establishing authority mm-hmm. with kids that age and like you know so on and so forth. We had the best time Mm -hmm. and these these girls in middle school like looked to me as like a guru right you know because I wasn't their mom Mm -hmm. but I was like an older woman who and you know and of course I was like guys middle school is the worst for everybody right you're nothing matters right now (laughs) um but yeah and like that was I I remember I left that gig being like I would just go hang out with them right you know (laughs) but they paid me yeah um so I think that's just yes there is something terrible and not knowing what's going to happen. But there is something also very exciting and a change of routine. Mm -hmm. And unlike a nanny job, if it is terrible, you don't got to go back tomorrow. Right. You know, so that's also also nice too. And I think also some of these parents, because you're from an app, Mm -hmm. their expectations of your service are very low. (laughs) Like I have parents who come back at the end of the night and like, they're like, are they alive? And I'm like, yeah. And the dishes are done, and we mm-hmm. had baths, and uh, we picked up our toys, and we sang, you know, bedtime songs. And they're like, they don't eat what? And they I taught them five yeah. words in Spanish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're just like, and and it's just what they told me to do. Right. But they're just amazed that it was executed because mm-hmm. I think for them it's like you were just like something to be here, you know, right. to keep them alive and safe. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's like, but, you know, and in that point, it's like, no, we're vetted. We're professional. You know what I mean? Like, um, so, yeah. So it is nice to get that, like, praise for doing just exactly what a babysitter should do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, they're fed? What? (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that's my job. Um, Yeah. You know. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. What are
0: some of the worst things? (sighs) Oh, I have definitely walked into homes that are. And we were just, we were discussing cluttered before, Mm -hmm. not like that, Mm -hmm. um, disgusting Mm -hmm. where I, it was impossible to cook dinner, Mm -hmm. um, where I've questioned, um, and you know, it's so it's, it stinks because it's like these kids don't choose that, you know, and it's, and you know, sometimes I'll ask, I'll just be like. Does your kitchen always like is is there is there rotting food on in the pans all the time guys? You know what I mean? And right. just ask these questions. I walked into um a home where the first floor was like beautiful, organized, pristine. But then the kids lived in on the in the basement mm-hmm. and they slept on mattresses on the ground mm. and the TV was constantly on. Mm-hmm. And they ate in their beds. They mm. you know what I mean? And it was just like what is going on here? Right. Um, and and I think kind of dealing with that is hard because it's like, because typically in those scenarios, the kids are going to be a little bit, they're not going to be into cleaning up. They're not going to be, right. you know, they're, they're going to be those more chaotic habits. kids. Right. Um, and I can't blame them for the environment that they're in. Right. Because that they have no say in that. Um, yeah, I've also, I mean, challenges too were, um, you can't break habits in four hours. No. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. you know, going back to the please and thank you rule, I can say, oh, what did you want? Can you add a please? I can say that a thousand times, Mm -hmm. you know? And at the end of the night, it's like, I, I have, I have given up, you know what I mean? Like these (laughs) kids, they don't say please and thank you in this house and I probably won't be back here. But I I'm sorry that their parents didn't teach them that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, and and also yeah, not to judge the kids for the faults of parenting, right? I think that becomes difficult sometimes mm-hmm. because it's I I am frustrated at the environment we are all in, mm-hmm. um, but that has nothing to do with the two little people or three little people I'm here with, right? You know, um, but yeah, I mean it's it's it's. It is, you know, it is what it is and I I call chime the next day and I say, "Hey, I will not babysit for these people again and here's why." Mhm. And chime can handle that as they want to See fit, yeah. You know. Um yeah, with the kids sleeping on mattresses in the ground in like crumbs and mustard. I was like, I said that explicitly and I was like it was a disgusting living environment. Right. Know? But um, only for the kids. Right. Which is Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um I think too I I'm very sensitive to um uh if I feel like a kid um with speech development mm-hmm. um like I like sometimes you know you get a three year old who doesn't speak mm-hmm. you know, and to me that's that's like a that's a big red flag for me mm-hmm. and if I were a parent, that would also be a red flag mm-hmm. um and of, of course, I don't know if they're in have a speech coach like right. I don't know these things right um but sometimes that that because that makes it hard for a babysitter yeah, that's something that. If the parents aren't dealing with it it it's it's like well putting like I don't know what his hand gestures mean right you know what I mean I don't know I don't know any baby sign language I don't you know what I mean like so any that is a frustrating thing for me Mm -hmm. and of course again not the kid's fault right you know it's it's probably it's either development thing or if or the parents are dealing with it right which could also be the case right I don't know that um, so that's something I'm very kind of, as soon as I like, see an older kid who's like not talking, I'm like, this going to be a long night, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know?
1: Or I also, even with younger kids, sometimes um, when they're developing their speech and you just can't understand oh, yeah. them. And it like, because that has happened with several kids, but I've nannied for them and mm-hmm. then I've learned. You learn, okay, this, Yeah. yeah. This word Mm -hmm. sounds like this out of Mm -hmm. their mouth. Right. Um, But that first, I babysat for a kid a few weeks ago. um, And he was like a year and a half. And Mm -hmm. it was just hard to, you know, I was just like,
0: I don't know your particular flavor. All I want to do is help you. Right. You know, and the kid gets frustrated because they're doing their best to express. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, I'll, I'll go in the kitchen and I'm like, okay, this, this. And then, mm-hmm. and then of course, you point to the thing at once and you're like, oh, That's I guess course. in some other world that could be that word. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
1: Or um, I have babysat for uh, a German child Ooh. who was fluent in um, German and, and pretty good in English, much better in mm-hmm. English than I am in German. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And... But you know, she would say something in German, and mm-hmm. I would be like, "I got nothing. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yikes!" And so, um, yeah, trying to Ugh. figure that
0: out is hard. Yeah, and and it's just it's it's hard too because you know, I because sometimes in that sense I wonder, I'm like, do they have babysitters all the time, right? Because in that way, I would I would think that the the kid would know that not everybody refers to these things in you know in this way or whatever yeah um and it makes me wonder like oh maybe i'm they don't get babies you know and their parents obviously know what they're referring to always whether it be a a language thing or a development thing Mm -hmm. you know
1: oh yeah so interesting I will say if uh, the child speaks another language and you don't one of the best things to do is ask them for a book in whatever language they speak because they probably have books in both languages and then you try to read their language because it like humbles you to them and they laugh and laugh at you you know trying to give them status yeah Yeah. it does that's amazing and then great great idea yeah Yeah. because I mean she thought it was the funniest thing me trying to so read funny. German words. And it, it is that's very, great. very funny. Yes. Um, and then amazing. sometimes I would be like, okay, so on this page, I think that this duck wants <laughs> yeah. oh my to gosh. go to the moon. And she'd be like, no. That's great. That's so fun. Yeah. That's it great. Was, it was a, a lot of fun. Yeah. So That's excellent. How often do you rebook with families?
0: Oh, um, oh I would say i probably read book about at, at like 25 percent. okay yeah um and that that is a lot of because i work similar hours mm-hmm. weekly mm-hmm. um i do predominantly like afternoons or like weekend nights okay um uh and there are families that I've worked for a year and a half ago and I've never read booked for, but yeah, twenty five. Right. I think twenty five would be a pretty good um, gauge of that. It's also hard because sometimes I, if I really like a family, I'll be like, book me outside of the app, just yeah. text me, yeah, because um, that eliminates a lot of If you eliminate a third party, it's easier. And then that fifteen percent goes to you, to you. <laughs> and then I get paid in cash, and yeah. it's great. Um, which is a little harder. Like I have families who I now think like, oh, those are just the the Levis, right? And I'm like, oh no, I guess they were a Chime family, right. but I just like worked for them for so long. Now I'm like, oh, there was a point where you didn't know them through Chime, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, Do you yeah. ever
1: have parents that um, that really try to rebook you yes. or reach out and yes. and you're just like, nah?
0: Yeah, I had I had one one. Well, the the thing though is. Uh, if you don't want a family to rebook, you have to contact Chime because mm. you don't get the family's information mm-hmm. until you get their booking. Okay. And if you cancel more than once in 90 days, you're off the app for six months. What? No. It's real. It, they, don't, they don't mess.
1: They do not mess around. Yeah. Okay. Because it's, it's a reflection yeah. on the app if you yeah. cancel.
0: And I think it's if you cancel within like 24 hours. Okay. Also. So it's not like if it's, you know uh, – a week before, I think it's a little bit uh, less of a right. disciplinary action. Um, so I had one family, and this this was very early on um, when I started working with the app. So I didn't understand that, like, getting booked by the same family multiple times happens. I was just mm-hmm. like, there are so many families in Chicago and so many babysitters. That would never happen. Right. Um, <laughs> and I worked for a family, and it was just not – they were just not my jam. Mm-hmm. Um kids very low discipline um the 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 mom had her own kind of kookiness that I didn't really get mm-hmm. um didn't give me any information when I walked in like like literally I'd be like when and what's for dinner as she's like walking out <laughs> the ha- like they food yeah. you know bedtime like like she she was like these are the kids but and I was like uh, uh you know <laughs> um and i she re- and i and it was just the kids wouldn't go to sleep. It was just a lot of disciplinary, like, there was no rules in this house, and I just can't do that. Right. Um, and they literally got booked the next weekend. <laughs> so I'm like, I just started with the app. I can't cancel. Right. So, you know, I trudge over to their home, and I... But I will say that I was I was taking no prisoners that <laughs> night because I was like, I am immediately calling Chime. Yeah. Um. And I've had... I've had uh, – ooh, this is funny. I've not made my availability, like, because, you know, you, I go through spells where I'm in shows and stuff, and I right. just don't have the time. Um, but I've, I've like, had moms ask if I could babysit on certain nights outside of the app and uh, been like, hey, if I didn't show up on the availability thing, then probably means I not available? You know? Right. Um, but, yeah, which, I mean, it's a compliment for sure. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, I get it. You, you have a thing and you want to do it and you can't find a sitter. Um, and, you know, I will reach out. I will. And, and say, if the, if the sitters on the app mm-hmm. aren't, you know, re- you know uh, looking good to you, mm-hmm. um, I have friends who I can. You right. know what I mean? So I do try to help them out in that way as just like maintaining that rapport and that relationship. But, yeah, I do have moms who will. And I'm like, how'd you get my number? Because yeah. you can't see my number on me. I'm like, how'd you do that? Did you yeah. call at Did you call time? Like, it's very bizarre. But that is bizarre. Yeah, yeah so. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's it's, a, it's nice when you do develop relationships. It's. Yeah. Not nice when the relationship is one-sided. Right. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah,
1: I was just curious, because, you know, you've kind of compared it to blind dating a mm-hmm, little bit, and mm-hmm. I was like, what happens when? <laughs> yeah, when one person's more into it than the other yeah. person. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And there have also, also been times where I've been way more into it than they have been. Right. Where I'll, like, leave and be like, hey, like, um, you know, it's typically, like, if it was just, like, a really easy gig, really, like, cool kids, Mm-hmm. um, where I'll be like, hey, like, feel free to reach out outside of the app. And then, like, I'll reach out to them, you know, when I have a lot of availability and be like, hey, just so you know, I'm free, like, all week. And they're like, great, got it. Uh huh. <laughs> like, you're like, got well, it. Okay, okay, cool. All right. <laughs> Noted. Take it. Yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. I'm going I'm to back off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. 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 Um, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. It's,
0: it's, yeah. It is like, you know, it is, it is, it can work for one side and not for the other. Right. You know what I mean? Because I've had families like, gosh I'm like you like kids loved you and I'm like well they didn't act like they love me right so that's so interesting yeah But you would say that it's weird <laughs> that they said that because yeah. uh you know they were terrible to right? Me. <laughs> you know so you know yeah it's, it's interesting that is yeah
1: is there anything else I don't think so yeah I've, I feel
0: like we covered I've got a story if you want a story yeah
1: um before we oh okay. get to that great um If you are listening and you have a question because you're like, oh, I my nanny hours just got cut back. And this seems like potentially a good way to stay with my nanny family, Mm -hmm. but also make money. Right. Right. (laughs) the, uh, then and you and we didn't answer a question that you have please write in to chronicles of Nanya at gmail.com and i will get in touch with tori because love i love i would love to have a reason and um <laughs> and then i can i can get that question answered for you oh love that um and then also be sure to follow us on Facebook and, and Twitter if you want. And I, I just – I don't tweet often. I, it's not my jam. Uh, but Instagram for sure.
0: Absolutely. That's
1: great. <laughs> and, uh, and please send in – Stories. I'm with babies right now, and you know they smile, and it it makes your whole day better. But I can't tell that story at the end of episodes every time because uh, that's just not that entertaining. Although in the moment it is. Um, so uh, so send in send in stories um, because I I would love to hear them. Um, and if you are also a nanny that is looking for a nanny position, there is a website called via the village there's also a facebook group and they're uh, definitely one in chicago um and they're they're building new cities every day. But go visit Via the Village. It's a really good community. And they also, even if you're not looking for a nanny position, they also have, like, nanny meetups where you can meet other nannies to vet them for potential play dates because sometimes talking to a grown-up is just the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Um, so, yeah, check them out um, because they're they're doing really good stuff. So um, I highly recommend them. <laughs> Great. So we end each episode with a cute, funny
0: story, and
1: Tori has brought one.
0: Um, yes. So I have I have mentioned uh, her several times, but Nanny for a child psychologist mm-hmm. who, um, and like she was just a, a joy to nanny for, um, and she had a four year old daughter, um, and they they were very with it as mm-hmm. far as gender. Goes in their house mm-hmm. as far as no toys were were gendered. Mm-hmm. Um, the four year old did not uh, princesses mm-hmm. and uh, prin- and like Barbies mm-hmm. were not a thing. Right, right. And another part of this um, incredible sort of wokeness, I will say for lack of a better <laughs> word, is when she turned four, uh, her mom got her this book, mm-hmm. and it was about where babies come from, mm-hmm. and obviously not the first thing that happens but starting from like the mommy's belly starts to grow and all of these things and these are all the this is all the anatomy these are all of the parts Mm -hmm. um you know and then it went into like some stuff about like touching yourself and how that's like an acceptable thing to do in private and you know this is your these are your parts and they belong to you and it was just a really great book and she was obsessed Mm -hmm. it was her favorite book for like a month yeah, and of course I'm digging this. I'm like learning things too. I'm like, yeah, that's where that is. Cool, cool news to me. Um, but uh, <laughs> it was right after the 2016 election. Uh huh. Like I'm talking day after. Uh huh. And we were all in a w- terrible mood. Right, right. We all were sad. And you know, as I think women too had this like different reaction mm-hmm. to, to that too. Some women. Some women <laughs> exactly and I so I'm I'm driving her to school and we're waiting outside her school for the doors to open because you know there was the morning class and then she was the afternoon class uh-huh so we're waiting in in the car and I'm just sitting in the front and I've got music playing and she's just staring out the window like just staring just thinking about something uh-huh and you know I've, I'm probably thinking about the events of the night before and being sad and After It must have been five minutes of silence. And she just looks out the window and she goes, you know, Tori? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, my vagina is beautiful and it's only mine. And Martha, I bawled. Yeah. I just cried. And it was the most cathartic. But it gave me, you know, it gave me, I was like... This this is the women of, these are the women of the future. And I was just like, you know, I'm like, yes, it is beautiful and it is only yours, okay? It was, it was just an incredible moment. And, you know, she had no idea what was going on in in the grandiose of the world. Right. And it was just... Like kids pick up on more than you think they do. I know, I know. And it was just, you know, it was clearly the timing of this book. And, and she, she just was contemplating that and yeah. and wanted to tell me that and it was it was just some of a, a funny adorable sweet moment of joy Aww. you know so
1: yeah I love that <laughs> I know it was
0: great it was so great that is yeah. oh my
1: gosh thank you for sharing that absolutely absolutely <laughs> and thank you for being here Oh, this was so fun thank I you really, so much really Martha this it.
0: this is a great podcast Aww, I I thanks. think it's it's doing a lot of good thank for, you for the nanny community and it's, we we need that so. <laughs> thank you yeah
1: I know it does me a lot of good so mm-hmm. that's Absolutely. one of the reasons I keep doing it yeah. so um awesome and and thank you all for listening we'll see you in a couple weeks Chronicles of Nania is produced and hosted by Martha Reddick artwork by Noni Amadon. theme music by Brad Kemp find him at secondbedroomstudio.com Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nannia and on Twitter at Nannia Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnannia at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.
0: This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture.